We are live. This is the Wrap It Up On Blast Raps post-game show. As always, my name is Sean Alexander. I'm joined with my guy, Bellamo. Bellamo, what's up, man? What's up, brother? I'm good. You good? Good game. Good Big game. win. Solid win for the Raptors. As always, this episode of the Wrap It Up podcast is brought to you by Clean Cuts Barbershop, 2013 Danforth Avenue in the East End of Toronto. Clean Cuts, the multicultural barbers that will always keep you fresh for any and all occasions. So go see Skip and the crew, and as a wise man once said, tell them that I sent you. Check them out on Instagram at Clean Cuts Toronto, or give them a call 416-917-4833 to book your appointment now. Raptors win, Raptors win, Raptors win. Mikey, what's going on? How you feeling, man? How you feeling about this Raptors victory, 120-103 over the Sacramento Kings? It was good. We saw a lot of positives. We did. CJ definitely seems to have his game back. Right? It's good to see. I mean, Norm again, consecutive, consecutive, consecutive. He seems again to have his game back. Everything just kind of like you were saying earlier, kind of was an even-keeled game for, on the Raptors side of things. Do you know how you mentioned Norm, right? It kind of <clears> reminds <throat> me of the start of the year when Serge started playing so well mm-hmm. and it was like, uh, okay, it's another up? game in a yeah. row. It's another game in a row. Can he keep this up? And then he did, mm-hmm. right? Like that's kind of interesting to me and I think that's really cool because Norm, we brought it up on a prior podcast, right? But the playoffs, Norm is not scared. We know no. that. We've seen that He's before. He's proven it, yeah. So it's good to see him cooking and see him uh, get things going there for sure. Yeah. But as mentioned, Raptors win 120 to 103. Thanks for joining us as you always do live on Twitter at Shell Alexander and on Instagram at Shell Alexander. In both places, we take your questions and comments mm-hmm. and concerns with everything Toronto Raptors following each and every Raptor game. And in case you're not able to, to catch up with us live, Obviously becomes a podcast, which you can find on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud by searching On Blast Podcast. Same goes for the people on YouTube. Huge shout out to the YouTube the people. Community. Keeping the conversation going as we we kind of ruffled some feathers with some trade talk, which Yo, we'll dive into a little bit more as well. The Beal talk. Right? Oh, lots yeah, we'll more talk, talk about to that, come, yeah. for sure. So let's start with this game, though. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard out again for the third game in yeah. a row. We were told pregame that he's going to miss tomorrow night's game as well, making it at four games in a row. Kawhi Leonard has been gone. But on the flip side, we'll, we'll get to Kawhi later. Um, as mentioned, I guess, in the behind the scenes, send us your questions or your concerns if you're worried about Kawhi Leonard, because we want to talk about that. Are you worried about the health of Kawhi Leonard? Missing tomorrow's game is a little concerning. It's a little that's weird. It's a big game. It's a little weird. It's a big game. So Raptors improve, though, after yep. this win to 11-2. and two. Without Kawhi Leonard, yeah, not bad, right? Three and zero on this current during this week, right? Yeah, but we're hearing he'll be back against James Harden, which will be a cool matchup on Friday. Definitely. But before we get there, Sacramento Kings were an interesting threat to the Raptors. I feel like because if you go back to the first game the Raps played, they played yeah. them tough. Yes, right, yeah. and they played them tough again tonight, even without like no De'Aaron Fox, uh, <laughs> no Shumpert. And <laughs> we're laughing because thank if, you, if you, Mona. Yes, if you follow me on Twitter, okay, I tweeted out the photo of Iman Shumpert 
Pete's Instagram story from yesterday, which was a promo for a party in Toronto that last he was night. having at last night at regular. If anyone was there, <laughs> let us know how it was. <laughs> and you mentioned Moda. I yeah. really think that, you know, people keep talking about we should honor Vince and put Vince up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? we, we should... I'm like, Moda should get her jersey yes, up in the ACC for all the work she does so for the Toronto. People Bucks. don't know who she is. She's um, a, a party promoter, very successful. Yeah. Um, and she's in the Carter effect. Yes. Um, yes. She's actually a good friend of one of our good friends, Sean Tadani. Yeah. Um, so she owns a bar regulars on King Street. And one of her things are she throws parties for the Any out of town. and everybody in Toronto, yeah. But the out of town NBA players. Yeah. yeah. Um, she's seen with a lot of them. She knows them all. She was and throwing a party for... Tim Hardaway Jr. in London when the yes, Knicks were, when just they were there London. just a yeah. week ago. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I'm on Shumpert. <laughs> decided he wanted to throw a, a <laughs> bash, I guess, and Monday uh, night party. And hey, what do you know? The Toronto flu strikes again. No Shumpert tonight. Fox had a toe injury. <laughs> I guess he banged his toe against the bar while ordering shots. Who knows? Hey, hey, we'll let we present the facts. You draw yeah. your own conclusions, yeah. right? Thank you, Mona. Though hey, she gets the assist. Huge shouts to Mona for yeah. sure. Uh, but regardless, I was surprised that the Kings still came out and they looked great. Like if yeah. you remove the starting point guard from any team in the league, much less a young team like that, you'd expect them to struggle. Yeah. The Kings on the flip side, they looked great. The I ball mean, movement was good. It, Everything the, was the still cool. The score cooking. looks deceiving, mm-hmm. obviously, I mean, because it's a 15 point. It looks like a ball. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. It was close, pretty much majority of the game. Yeah. For a young up and coming team. Yeah. Right? I think I said 103 earlier, it was 10, but it's 120-105. Yes. Um, but you're right. It was a close game for the majority of it, at least for three quarters. Yep. And the thing was, the Kings were just up and down. This is a good team. They might yeah. not be there now. A couple Next. years, they'll, they'll be legit. And the narrative around the Kawhi list Raptors could have been, but it was Fox wasn't playing. It could have been the showdown of the two favorites for the most improved. True. Siakam. De'Aaron Fox. And Fox. True. Very but true. he backed out. Yeah. I mean, toe injuries. You got to be toe. careful with that, right? So, uh, again, great start for – let's go through a little bit of the yep. game here. Not too much, but, you know, good win for the Raptors. I think they looked good. There were some uh, great things, great positives that you want to see. Mm-hmm. C.J. Miles continued yep. his hot shooting. Four Are you five, happy I to think. see C.J. Miles continue I mean, to uh, find his shooting stroke? Man, I'm not one of those people that for the jinxes or that, but ever since Danny Green rocked the C.J.'s <laughs> PJs, he's been hitting it it's up. True. And then Danny Green went on fire. I wasn't here for that podcast, yeah. but he was lighting yeah, it up with eight threes. Or, yeah, so, I mean, something's going right. And, yeah, I mean, it's it's great to see him get his game because that comes in handy when, you know, the playoffs come and to have a guy roll off your bench, even if it's going to be 12 minutes, yeah, to be effective from beyond the arc, which hey, is one thing we need. Hey, this era Couldn't of the hurt. NBA, you can't yeah. have too much three-point shooting. Yeah. And you, right? we always knew he had it, right? Yeah. But it's just, I mean... He was slumping bad. So. Yeah, four or five from three tonight for C.J. Miles. He had 15 points off the bench. And you know what? you got to give shouts to the entire Raptors team because they had, what, six guys in double figures? Yep. C.J. with 15, Norm Powell with 11 off the bench. Then in terms of your starters, great game by Fred Van Fleet. I great thought he really game. set the yeah. tone early. Yeah, he hit. He banged in a couple threes early and just set the tone. He's got proving, him going. like I, I even said, he's proven to me a lot more that 
if given a starting job, he could definitely hang in. Yeah. He's he's got to like the only hurdle is can he stay healthy? Yes, right. Because and it's not even like he's has serious injuries. It's no. like nagging ones. nagging injuries, right? But the Raptors did have fifteen plus turnovers today, so yeah. something yeah. to work on. But I mean, it's it's interesting though, right? Because like the style of play and especially with him and Kyle. Yeah. And when Kyle's in the lineup, this was probably first off. This was probably Kyle's best game since he's come back from injury, right? Mm-hmm. 19 points, 9 assists for Kyle. But to me, again, it's the pace that Kyle Lowry brings to the team yeah. when he's in the lineup. He's constantly trying to push the ball up, whether it's to Fred, whether it's to Siakam. He finds you in perfect spots. Yeah. At the he, end of the game, if you guys saw the, the Boucher alley-oop, you know, yes. Kyle found him. Yes. So. Right? And it's just a great sight to see. And yeah. to have Kyle go hit four threes in the game, right? Like, you, you want to see that. That's a yeah. good look for Kyle Lowry. And especially, I think Jack mentioned, he was only shooting like somewhere in the 30s, like 34%, I want to say, from three. And the problem with that was the majority of his shots were all coming from three-point land. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's not going to do – that's not a good look for your shooting percentages. Yeah. But to see Kyle Lowry and C.J. Miles, two guys who have been struggling with their shot, both just like wet threes, yeah. it's incredible. Together, eight for 14, I think. Incredible. It's just such a good look for the Raps. And I think that, you know, Siakam, the glow up continues. Yep. 15 and 10 for His Pascal. just keeps rising. I have a question for you, though. Shoot. Because I'm, I'm noticing, and they brought it up during the broadcast. Same thing, I'm going to ask the people watching on both Twitter and Instagram as well. There's a lot of talk about Pascal Siakam and should he be an all-star? Is he creeping? Not that he's in for sure, but he's creeping into the conversation at least, right? Yeah. To where you have some people saying, they're obviously talking about it on the broadcast, which they're a little biased, of course. Yeah. But they're saying he should be an all-star. My question to you is, why are we boosting so much Pascal Siakam and not Serge Ibaka, whose numbers are actually better? Hmm. Right? Like, Serge Ibaka has... The same or a little, like he's averaging one more point than... I, I than, don't uh, know it off hand right now. The minutes played, average minutes played maybe. It seems like, uh, I know JV's been hurt a lot yeah. recently, sorry to say, but it seems more that just Siakam's been throughout the year getting mm-hmm. more minutes and more being a more of a staple. Where at the beginning we had that great duo of Surge and JV, and I think mm. that kind of took away from him. his games. I got you. I know it's been great. I know what you're saying. Um, because he wasn't starting then, for the whole year. Um, kinda... The All Star game again, fan voted all that. It's a sexy name type of thing, and Spicy P. <laughs> the fans I mean, are like, yeah, fans are right? like in the show it's, of Spicy just, P. Yeah, right it's now. more. I guess with that too, kind of the sexiness of the you know, the up and coming player rather than the guy who's kind of getting his form back from an off year i kind of think that we're more we're so much more surprised by siakam and he's like the shiny new toy yeah right and so like that's making everyone so excited and meanwhile serge is like hey guys i'm also having like my best year since like i played in okc right so it's kind of interesting in that sense i don't think either of them will make the all-star game i think when it comes down to it it's gonna be kyle a reserve if someone gets hurt it's gonna be kyle and and Kawhi will be the two raptors representatives yep but also the other part of this is three Raptors, you can't have just one dude off the Bucks. Right? Like, I don't it's see Middleton, that happening. I guess, or it's Middleton Brooke, or Brooke Bledsoe, Lopez. I guess. Like, I, I don't know. Lopez but is having a great year, too. Also true, right? But it's just going to be an interesting yeah, thing. Yeah, it's but probably going to be Middleton. I, I, I brought that up more so not to diss Siakam, but more to big up Surge. Like, Surge yeah. has had a really good year for the Raptors. Oh, well, yes. But I, right? I, what I think, it, like I said, I think it's more the... 
attractiveness of the name and the yeah. the up and coming, yeah. as opposed to the resurgence for sure. Siakam right? solid game tonight, eighteen points on eight of fourteen shooting, added in four rebounds. Yeah. Surge was the one with fifteen and ten. I think I messed that up earlier, but Surge also having a solid game. Great stat lines all around for the Raptors. It's just a good win for them, and you close out that three-game homestand with three wins. Mm -hmm. But now, as you head out on, on the road, you have Indiana tomorrow night. You have Houston. Houston on Friday and Dallas on Sunday, right? Let's talk a little bit about Kawhi. Yeah. Perfect. So no Kawhi Leonard, mm -hmm. but he's coming back on Friday to guard James Harden, which will be fun to watch mm -hmm. for of sure. Of course, yeah. But I want to ask a question because it'll be the fourth game in a row that Kawhi Leonard has not played with what the team is calling load management. Yep. Now, Nick Nurse, before the game, he came out and he actually spoke. And, you know, because obviously the follow-up question was, is Kawhi okay and or is, is something wrong? Tomorrow, yeah. yeah, like is he hurt? Right? And Nick Nurse, I'm trying to find the exact quote here so that I don't get it wrong, but Nurse Paraphrase. says Paraphrase. he'll definitely be back Friday. He says Leonard is not hurt. It's load management, and it's a decision made by Toronto's medical staff. So my question to everybody is, with all that said, are you worried about Kawhi Leonard's health <laughs> as we sit on January 22nd and he's missed the last four games with load management? So for me, No. Okay. Not at all. I'm going to tell you why. The reason I think he's going to miss tomorrow's game is because, like you said, the past games, they've won. Mm -hmm. If they go into this game on a three-game losing streak, he probably plays this game or definitely tomorrow. Now, I told you before, I have a theory. This is what I think. So Kawhi is going to the All-Star game and he's going to participate in the festivities. Yeah. While majority of the NBA are going to be in Mexico, Cancun, <laughs> or Mona's parties. <laughs> Cabo. Shout out to Cabo. So I think what Masai did is smart. is said, you know what? Here's going to be your All-Star break. Take a little bit of time. Mm -hmm. You know, we're good. The next schedule, the next couple of games are light. You know, teams that we should beat. We, you, you know what I mean? And I, I asked you, you, he was on the bench. I don't know for the last three games or the last, we'll say, seven days how much it was. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, maybe he took a day trip to San Diego <laughs> or something like that. But, but, I mean, basically, I'm not worried. I don't – if he's playing definitely Friday, yeah. then there's nothing to be worried about. I yeah. just think this is his all-star break. Again, they're catering to him, mm -hmm. right? They're letting him know that, um, you know, your body is what's most important in the playoffs. So – we're going to give you the four or five day rest like all of the rest of the Raptors are going to have in two weeks or whenever the All-Star game is, yeah. right? Let me get to some comments yeah. here because comments started flooding in as soon as we brought up Kawhi. First off, I want to say shout out to James. What's up, James? I see you. Uh, let's see. First comment here. Load management equals showcasing young guys for trade talks. That's a really good point. That's too. a very cool. That's kind of yeah. interesting, mm -hmm. right? Like, because the flip side of that, and it's not even just the young guys, but CJ Miles has yeah. magically just yeah. come up shooting yeah, trays like never that before. Well. Yeah. That's an interesting yeah. point. Great point there, for sure. Uh, next comment here on Instagram. I'm down with this load management. We need him healthy to play against the tough teams and for a deep playoff run. 
for sure. That's the big picture we've been talking about the yeah, whole year. I, I said, That's I really think important. this is his all-star break because yeah. he's going to the all-star game. This is his four or five day. You know what I mean? And they came into this game on a winning streak. It's yeah. okay like for tomorrow. Get him ready for Friday and go full steam ahead. And like my thing too is I've never actually been worried yeah. about Kawhi. Like I don't think they're lying to us. It just threw me off a little bit because I could understand him. Okay, so he missed the Phoenix game. Yep. That was second night of a back-to-back. Cool. Yep. Then the next game was against the Grizzlies, and I was like, there's no need to play. Like, blew who cares? Out. Yeah, yep. it's the Grizzlies. They're like the worst team in the now league. Now it's Sacramento. Yeah. And then now they're playing Sacramento, who's a little bit better, but I thought, okay, well, he's definitely going to play against Indiana. Mm-hmm. And so once that didn't happen, I was like, okay, that's Yeah, that is a little weird. weird, but. But then I was like, okay, like. Whatever. I will trust Nick Nurse in the staff. But you know what? Like that now that gives him an extra two days. For so, sure. you know, I don't know. For do sure. the calculation. Maybe it's an even 10 days. Like, who knows, right? So, uh, my guy Ken asks, I think he says, I think Kawhi is dictating when he plays and when he sits. It's an interesting point, actually, because we went over it today on our show on uh, what is Tim and Sid. Tim and Sid like, yep. What are their names? Wow. Yep. Sid and Tim. Tim <laughs> like, and Sid, I don't yeah. know, though. That's messed up. But we were talking about this today, and I went back because I wanted to make sure, because I watched the Nick Nurse episode when he was on Danny Green's podcast, yep. Inside the Green Room. And on that, Nick Nurse specifically said, he was like, honestly, he has nothing to do with the decision. Nick right? Nurse like they, doesn't. Nick Nurse yeah. doesn't. They come to him, and they're like, hey, we decided blank. And that and the we is, you know, Alex, Alex McKechnie yeah, and... Uh, Alex McKechnie and obviously Bobby Webster, Masai, and obviously I'm sure Kawhi has some say in in it, right? And so that's kind of the decision going forward. It's kind of like a collective, and Mm -hmm. then they just tell Nurse, hey, yep, Kawhi's in tonight. Yep. And credit to Nick Nurse for being able to adjust (laughs) night in, night out. Yeah, and they're 11-2 and without him, right? He hasn't even been able to make a rotation. Yeah. There's been so many injuries. Even OG's been in and out of the lineup. Yep. Norm's Fred, finally JD, back, extended. Fred, Fred seems like he'll be back for a couple games and he'll miss a game. A couple games and he'll miss a game. As you mentioned, Kyle was out for a long stretch. Credit to Nick Nurse for holding down the fort and being able to juggle all this. And you Oh, know, he's going to be in talks for Coach of the Year at the end of the year regardless, yeah, I think. For so. sure. I, I do. There's a lot of other like good storylines, Sacramento being one of them, yep. but also is it Kenny Jaeger. Atkins in uh, Brooklyn? Is that the coach? Atkinson? I know Jaeger's in Sacramento. Right, but right? like it's just a thing where there's, there's a lot of good stories, and I feel like people will give – they don't want to give Nurse as much credit as he probably deserves because they're saying, well, Casey was coach of the year last year. Mm, so your yeah. team's good back and you're to supposed to be Raptors. doing this, right? Yeah, that'd um, be crazy. But it's, it's interesting, though. Either way, I think it's like it's a good look for the Raps in the <clears> sense <throat> that, hey, most importantly, they don't need mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard yeah. to be playing in the regular season. Yep. You can rest him and make sure that he's healthy for the playoffs because that's the most Yeah, it shows how thing. deep they're nine deep. Yeah, right, as shown by this game. Because this was a game where, honestly, I know we say this a lot, but there's certain games I watch as a Raptor fan, and I'm thinking the Raptors of years past oh, yeah. would says games. You know what's crazy, though, is we haven't said that in a while. Remember the beginning of the year? Mm-hmm. Let's say the first 10 to 15 games. Yeah. Every podcast we would say, last year the Raptors would lose this game. <laughs> or two years ago, the Raptors of two years ago would lose a game. And it seems like yeah. we haven't. We kind of got over that. But yeah. you're right. Yeah, that is, it is the weird I've said games. that a lot. This like Utah. Whenever they go to Utah or something, they always lose those games. But I feel or, like even just the look or the demeanor of the Raptors mm-hmm. team is so different yeah, in the sense is. that, like, you know, 
it's almost like they they know it's next it man up. One they player, don't take nights but off. it just changed the whole vibe in the locker room and the chemistry, and it just feels like feels like a complete it feels different. new team. I wonder too, just what it's like the the because we don't know because we're not in the locker yeah. room. But when you talk about adding Greg Monroe, mm-hmm. that's a vet. I love that sign. You're adding Danny Green. He's a vet. vet. Kawhi is a vet, that just a leader by Kyle's a year example. older. And... Kyle's a, le- a year older, and he we know he's playing with that chip on his shoulder because he takes it as yeah. an FU that they traded DeMar. And Siakam's the young kind of young brother, yeah, at, you yeah, know, yeah, an OG. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's just... A- Norm and them are hungry. Like, yeah. it's just such an interesting room that it, it is next man up. And mm-hmm. being so deep, you have all these guys fighting for minutes because... Yep. Seriously, CJ Miles is finally playing well, but what happens on Friday when OG and Kawhi come back? And Chris Boucher, the f- fan favorite of this podcast too, right? he had I think he has a forty-five day contract. Masai's going to do have to do something. It'll with be them interesting. Or, I, and that was another thing I wanted to ask too: what, what Macaw, like, yeah, because I, I don't know how that works, but is it going to be a decision between those two? Mm-hmm. Because if it is, I watched McCaw play on the last game. He, he got a, a little bit of a run against Memphis. And without the ball, he just looked lost. Yeah, You, you know what I mean? Look, I know it's a new team and a new system, but I don't know. There's a reason. It's interesting. Cleveland it, cut up. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so I don't know the, why. The Cavs they, didn't even want him. Yeah. It's like, wait a second. What's the deal with this guy? Yeah. The so, I mean, I just, I hope, I hope that doesn't affect Boucher, um, I guess kind of getting cut or, or what? Yeah, McCaw. I don't take some time, right? Because yeah. as you said, as you as you said, right. The thing with with uh, McCaw is he hasn't even played this year. Yeah, right. I, I so know, like, that's what I said. Yeah, he's barely he hasn't played in almost like a full year. Yeah. It feels so like so. It's right? gonna it's gonna take a while. It's gonna take a while. He just looks a little. Uh, some comments here from yeah, the, the Twitter comments. chat. Uh, my guy LT says he likes the All Star break theory. Yeah, right. That's it makes I sense. Think, I think yeah. Right, because. We know even though Kawhi, is, it's not like he's going out to like all-star parties and whatever that weekend. No, but he's going to be but a still, big thing there. He has to travel. He's going to be team, around. Yeah. The injury, uh, the Lumen free agency. You know what I mean? There's, There's like certain a lot of, media sessions yeah, that players exactly. have to go to, which is yeah. a gong show and is, is like. So this is his mental break. Yeah, pretty much. I could see that. Yeah. I like that. Uh, more comments from Twitter. Uh, Kawhi has kept the team in the game when they can't score. He should be. In my opinion, I guess that means he's allowed to rest. I guess you know he's been yeah. working hard. Not mad at that. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Boucher is emerging in front of your eyes. Yes, he, he should get consistent minutes off the bench. But then, who you take minutes from? Right, and that—that's a beautiful. It's problem a good problem to have. have right? yeah. that's a beautiful problem the Raptors have. Uh, let's see. Someone else says on Twitter they say I've been voting for Surge. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Shouts to Surge getting some right. Uh, Kawhi, another comment. Kawhi was limping around in that Washington game, so I think they're being cautious. Could be. That is true, right? That was a double overtime game, if we remember. Kawhi did leave the game, went to the back, and then came back in and still put in mega work. Yeah. But who knows? Being extra cautious, I'm not mad at that. Uh, Yeah, someone else agreeing and saying load management also means experience for your bench, right? Again, you're getting a chance to have, you know, Fred work his way back in as he's in the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. And he's played really well in those games where he's filled in in the starting lineup. And that's something that doesn't happen if Kawhi plays every game. Yeah. Does, does CJ shoot himself out of this shooting slump yeah. if Kawhi's playing? It's it's interesting, right? And we're, we're getting to see just how valuable depth can be, the opportunity it can bring. Um, there's just so much going on with the Raps. It's been pretty good. 
yeah. Like a Philly, the 76ers, like they don't have this kind of depth, right? So, I mean, if you have uh, an Embiid or a Simmons or Butler out a load management on them, they're not as deep as the Raptors, yeah. so, right? I mean, for sure. Like someone says, uh, I'm glad Leonard didn't play tonight. He better play against Indiana. He's not. You missed yeah. the update. Kawhi Leonard is will not, not play against Indiana. He will be Friday. Yes, he will Houston. be back on Friday against Houston. Uh, another question from Instagram. Any update on the Beal trade? Perfect segue. <laughs> Perfect segue. So the Bradley Beal talks have been heating up. Yep. And for those that have missed the last podcast, uh, there was an article written in the Bleacher Report by Ken Berger, who is a solid NBA writer, like a legit, legit, legit. Is he like NBA a Shams writer. or a thing? No, but it's kind of different. Between, he's more, yeah. he's more of like, like he has sources and all that. Yeah. The, actually, do you know when I first? He's just respected by execs. Yeah. Do you know when I first got put spiel. onto him? Actually, was during one of the lockouts. I think, like, because my job, I was just strictly covering the NBA that year mm-hmm. for the score at the time, and so. Any in any little update that was coming along about when the lockout might end, whatever kind of he had insight. He had insight on it, right? He was plugged in. He had a lot of good sources. So ever since then, he was like a permanent follow that I would read his articles yeah. and that has sources, has insight, right? So this Bradley he writes in this uh, Bleacher Report this Bradley Beal story, basically that Bradley Beal is the blue chip prospect, mm-hmm. let's say, that could change the entire deadline day because he's somewhat available. Yeah. We want Anthony Davis to be available, but that's not... We know it's only really the Lakers. And maybe, the Lakers in Boston. It's a two-team right? race there. Whereas yeah. Bradley Beal, he could, change, he could change things in the East. Which you had said on that podcast about the Beal trade is it does say that it's Toronto and Boston looking... At packages, but when you made a good point, and I completely agree, his Boston might be just driving up the price. Yeah. I really don't think Boston's willing to give their assets for Beal when they probably want Davis. Yeah, definitely. Definitely Boston wants in on, on Anthony uh, Davis. Anthony Davis, but I'm trying to find the quote now just to bring it up for people that might have missed it. But again, the article is on the Bleacher Report. And it's called the Bradley Beal sweepstakes is on execs dish on deals for NBA's top trade chip. And he really does. As Mike just said, he, he really focuses in on the Celtics and, and the, Raptors. the Raptors. And here's the excerpt that matters most to Raptors fans. Again, for those that missed it, uh, he says, quote, in the East, Toronto and Boston are among the most motivated teams to come calling for obvious but unique reasons. The Raptors have been. The Raptors have made it known in front office circles that they're interested in adding an elite shooting guard, rival execs say. A package including Jonas Valanciunas, DeLon Wright, and a first-round pick might be a sensible starting point to the discussion, one of the execs said. So we talked about this for a while. And then now when you hear that, how many elite shooting guards are there that are available? That's my first question, right? Deal. Don't, you don't call Dennis Smith Jr. <laughs> no, right? Right? So it's it's interesting. It's like, so we know, okay, that that to me kind of leans towards uh, Bradley Beal for sure. So I want to make a point to you, the listening audience, and I'm going to steal it from the host, Sheldon. Oh. Okay. Telling me a little tidbit that I didn't know that Bradley Beal is only yeah. nine months. Yeah. 
the elder yeah. of Pascal Siakam. Yeah. The guy that you don't want to give up. Because he's so young. He's so and young you don't and know good. What he could turn into. Listen, I love him too. I think he's great. <laughs> I did not know that the age difference was that close. So, but guys, they're essentially the same age. Yeah. Okay. You still got Bradley Bill for two more seasons after this one, which you could build around him. The 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 getting the Bradley Beal on the cheap and throw it, putting the pulling the wool over the Wizards' eyes is mm-hmm. done, but you can still get him f- for a price that's not a steep. I'm telling you, next season he's going to be a star. He's already developing in, into it in front of our own eyes. So the fact that at the beginning of the year, if I would have told you that we could have Kawhi Leonard and a Bradley Beal, <laughs> like two superstars, you wouldn't have believed it. Yeah. So. What I think is, just give me one minute here and I'll tell no, you. No, I no, think do that thing, do your thing. if the, the Raptors are real serious about this, they could give a package of JV because of contractual. Mm-hmm. He's going to match the salary, right? And they could either throw in one OG or Siakam, but I really do think they could probably give OG J, JV and, one, and the 2021 first round pick or Siakam too, and, For, and get the deal done. I mean, it, it's super interesting, right? And again, that stat too about, I can't even call it a stat because it's really just the yeah, age. It's just, of, age, yeah. it's just the age. But that was sent to me by our Sportsnet stats guy who was like just a guru, but it was because we were arguing so much about, yeah. oh, because I was getting mad because I'm like, everyone's talking about they don't want to give up Siakam. It's like, yeah. you don't even know what Siakam yeah. might be and Bradley Beal is right now. OG's 21, by the way, just yeah. to let you guys know. So he's three years younger than Siakam. But so like, he still has time to... But, like, dude but, just sent right? me a text, and he's just like, you do realize that. After nine months nine apart. Nine months apart. And I was like, <laughs> wait a second. And then the, the thing, too, guys, is you have him for an, another two seasons after yeah. this. Yeah. Which, that is really big. And that would lessen the blow if Kawhi Leonard Less. leaves. Yeah. Right? For sure. But I really do think, as I was saying to you earlier, I think that would definitely help Kawhi staying, knowing he has Beal here for another for sure. two years. Definitely. So... Another article here from Sportsnet's Michael Grange. Here's the title, and I want to get your thoughts on yep. it. NBA trade deadline is Raptors' chance to boost all-in approach. That's now, great. question, do you want the Raps to go all-in? It sounds like you're on board with that. I'm I definitely all-in on that. I'd tell you even what. Let me put my Stephen A. Smith on here. <laughs> because this brother, Bradley Beal is a real deal. Yeah, Kawhi's a real deal. You call me crazy. I would... They're asking for the two picks. Mm-hmm. I would give the two picks because I, I, you don't know what you're gonna have in 2021, 2022, 23. The the fact that you could have Kawhi and Beal, it's pretty much a, a a ticket to the finals. Yeah, I we haven't had this. This would be a franchise first. This would be a country's first. This is your best chance. Yeah. Yes, you do go all in. You could always, man. You you never know. You could you could trade in the offseason, Kyle, for a for your first another first round back in twenty twenty two. Like mm-hmm. yes, when you can get a chance to get someone like that, and you already have a superstar top five player in Kawhi. Yeah, you do it. I totally agree with you. And and for me, you know what? It's like I was trying to wrap my head around it for real, just because I had to remind myself at one point I didn't believe the rumors that the Raptors were in on Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Right, so it took yeah. me a while to like get to that point to be like, wait a second, if we could get Kawhi Leonard. You give up whatever you have to to get Kawhi yep. Leonard. 
Cool. And they got a steal. So with this story of when Bradley Beal first popped up, I was like, eh, is this real? Yeah. And then now as we're starting to see, yeah, you know, it's real. signs are kind of pointing. I'm thinking, wait a second here, okay? Let's let's take a step back and think about it. Think about it this way. We know Masai's in win-now mode because he gave up DeMar DeRozan, yes. the face of the franchise, the Definitely. guy that wanted to stay. He gave him up for Kawhi Leonard and a one-year shot. Mm-hmm. So we know Masai's in yep. that mode already. At this point right now, there's no way that you're going to turn down adding another all-star, adding Bradley Beal because of the what future. someone might be in two years. Two, when three years. You don't even know what the rest of the team's going to be like. You don't even know You don't even know if you're going to be here, <laughs> Bobby Webster and Masai. True. I mean, GMs, you got to understand, True. GMs do do that. Yeah. Um, case in point, Alex Anthopoulos. Guys, you wouldn't take back that run in 2015, <laughs> no, right? not at all. And you know what Anthopoulos said? He traded the farm for Price Yeah. in too low. Yeah. But you know what? Those memories are instilled in our mind, right? Yeah. And that that's what Masai can do here. We can have, like, uh, an equivalent of the, of the Blue Jays' two-year run with the Raptors. And the reality is, to, to be serious, it's the best, what, five-year run that the organization's yeah. had? And if his goal, as he said, he wants to win a championship, yeah. how many opportunities do you get to be in this position right now where you yeah. have arguably a top three player on your yeah. team with a supporting cast that is pretty damn good already? And no LeBron in your conference. Exactly. Guys, you have all these things lining this up year. where you, you can take a chance to go yes. for it all. I think you do it because, so do again, who knows what happens in three years? But the great thing is, you know what? I would probably do it even if Beal was a restri- was a free agent next year. I know the what you're fact saying, that yeah. you get him for another two yeah. years and his bird rights, guys, you're going to get that first-round pick yeah. even if you trade him in a year and a half back. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's a, like it's, it's a perfect win-win. For sure. Here's an interesting part of this article, though. He says, the rest of the NBA believes if any team should go, should be in – Go for go it mode. mode it's the Raptors, Raptors, given they viewed as championship contenders with a runaway with a runway that only extends as long as Leonard is on the roster. Yes. So short answer, yes, as one NBA executive's assessment of whether Toronto should be throwing caution to the wind. Another said, your window to win in pro sports doesn't open often and it can shut very quickly. I wouldn't jump in and do something ridiculous, but yeah, I think they'd go for it. And Masai's, Masai's a, he's yeah. very aggressive. Yeah. We saw that by trading DeMar. That wasn't, yes. like, it, it couldn't have been easy. It didn't go over well, yeah. As, well, as pathetic as the playoff exit was last year, yep. it still couldn't have been easy for him to look no. at Dwayne Casey, who was probably going to win Coach of Fire the Year, him. and be like, all right, deuces, and get rid of and trade away DeMar DeRozan. Yep. Like, that couldn't have been easy. So we know Masai's not scurred, <laughs> right? Nope. We know that. Nope. So this next Two weeks until the trade deadline is going to be so much fun. But I want to get the Raptors fan base. Like, what do you guys think? Should yeah. they have an all-in mentality? Or are you guys, is someone still untouchable for you guys? Let me know what you think. I've been hearing a couple comments and seeing a couple comments that some people are saying, don't trade JV. <laughs> like, right? Don't trade JV. Oh, man. It's so crazy. I'm scrolling through the world. There's so many comments. I need to go back and read some of these uh, uh, load management yeah. comments. But uh, here's a great comment that says, "Imagine Nick Nurse with Kawhi and Beal on the roster. Yeah. Nook has been Nick Nurse, sorry, has been very impressive with his ability to mix and match lineups. Totally agree. Another comment: We got to remember the Wizards are currently two games out of a playoff spot. I repeat, two games. 
Yeah. It'll be hard to get him. This is true. Yeah. And the biggest factor that we were talking about off air during the game was I still don't know if, if they're going to trade him. Willing if they're to. willing to trade him. Because in their mind, I think their owner, Ted Leonsis, has already come out and said he is not supporting a tank. He wants them to make the playoffs still. Like He'll never be on board with a tank, whatever. And the other messed up part is Washington always plays better without Chad Wall. No, I know. <laughs> right? So it's almost fooling them into Who thinking. for the season, by yeah, the way. Yeah. It's fooling them into thinking that, like, hey, we can make the playoffs. And then losing the first round to the Raptors. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, let's see. Trading for Beal and giving up JV. Who's going to play the five? Moose? Question mark. SI? Search Baca? Question mark. Uh, how would the effect... How would that affect team chemistry? Well, JV's been out for about six weeks now, and the Raptors look fine. Yes, Serge would play. Moose would get some minutes. And I really, I believe that uh, Masai would either get a veteran buyout that could plug those minutes, or um, you could trade DeLon, who was on the market, for a a serviceable power forward slash center. I I mean, it's going to be a plug and play. I'm not. You got to understand, guys. The, the 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 bench shortens in the playoffs, so Surge is going to get thirty three to thirty five minutes, majority, most likely. If we and, were to trade, but JV, the the, right? the bigger point to that is that your bench shortens, and so it becomes about who your best players yeah. are. And if Bradley Beal is on your team with Kawhi, there's, there's going to be a lot of series where you have the two best players yeah. in the series. Yeah, right. Like, and if you somehow get Beal without giving up Siakam. They could go small and Siakam could maybe play a small here's a, five. Here's right? the thing, though, and tell me if I'm wrong here, but if you add Bradley Beal yeah. and you're the Toronto Raptors, you have two of the three best players in any series that you're going to play in the Eastern Conference, no? Like, you'd rather, would you have, Milwaukee, well, maybe Giannis, only... And then Kyrie. Right, like maybe only... Uh, Jimmy Depot, Butler, but yeah. like Jimmy Butler and Embiid, or one of them better than Bradley Beal? Jimmy Butler better than Bradley Beal? No, Embiid I, better than Bradley Beal? Like, it, Butler. that's close. Embiid, yeah. That's close. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But I still think the Raptors team depth-wise De- team depth smashes wise, yeah. them. Yeah. Right? But, yeah, they just added Corey Brewer off the scrap heap, yeah. right? And he played legit minutes to guard yeah. James Harden. So, it's just interesting. Like, the, the increase in talent that you do by adding Bradley Beal is incredible. And, again... I know that this might just be a pipe dream because who knows what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, what would the Wizards might be reluctant to give them up. Like, but there's other names that... Yeah, Harrison Barnes. ...that who, relatively became available. I like as that? Woj, I don't know. Oh, as Woj, Woj, Woj knows. Today. Woj knows everything, right? He said today, quote, For the first time, Memphis will begin listening to trade offers on franchise stars Mark Gasol and Mike Connolly. League sources tell ESPN. Memphis has reached a crossroads and is preparing to weigh deals involving one or both of its cornerstone veterans. Story suit on ESPN. I mean, Marcus Ole, you would assume if you're making that deal, you're giving up JV. That would be my guess. Um, yeah, right? I would assume yeah, that, contracts. right? You're giving up JV just yeah. because it's another big guy that they might probably want, but you're giving up JV or Surge. Yep. But bottom line, Marcus Ole becomes your starting five. And now you're into the same thing where you're talking about Yo, man, that's a legit starting five. Oh, yeah. Right? And Guys, so, this isn't Paul Gasol. This is Mark <laughs> oh, Gasol. Where's Powell? Powell's Powell yeah. dusted, right? He doesn't even play Paul, that Powell, much. Yeah. He doesn't yeah, even I mean, play he, that he, much. He's the younger brother, obviously. But, yeah, I mean, I've always had a man crush on Mark Gasol. I've always thought, oh, man, he would look good in a Raptors uniform. <laughs> um, I mean, 
All that he's, is, he's is a if little he's bit. He's been injury prone the last year, but um, I mean, he, yeah, he'd be a great, a great guy to have heading into like, the playoffs. I feel like guys get motivated when it's winning time. Yes, right. Like it's a lot more. It's a lot easier. The you body might feel in the room. The body might feel a little bit better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When you wake up and your record is you're sitting atop the Eastern Conference as opposed to the bottom of the Western mm-hmm. Conference. Those little aches and pains, you yeah. know what I mean? Might be a little easier for you to recover from. Either way, Raptor fans, let us know what you think in terms of do you want to make these deals? Do you want the Raptors to go in, all the in? trade deadline is February, February 7th, yeah. too, guys. So, More uh, comments. I promise to read these comments because I appreciate you guys tuning in and letting us know what you think. So this person says, I'm down with Beal. In fact, I might he might even help Kawhi with resigning with that's Toronto. That's what I said. True. Good comment. Uh, if Kawhi leaves, yep. we still have Beal. Then we can go after KD. <laughs> yeah. And listen, too, guys. If, if Let's just say, um, okay, say we get Beal and Kawhi decides to leave. Mark my words. Okay. He wants that extra year and 50 or $45 million because we own his bird rights. Kawhi. Kawhi, okay. So he, if say he says he wants to go to the Clippers, we're oh, doing a sign and trade, trade. and we're going to get a decent piece back. So yeah. now you have Beal, the decent piece back. I mean, Tobias Harris, maybe. I don't think they'd give up, have to give up that much, but you'd get something, Who knows? right? Who knows? Yeah. You so, never know. I mean, it's just like when you add that, like, it's just, you kind of got all your chips in, but you know, you could get something back, right? It's like, it's, it's smart trades yeah. is what it breaks down to. Someone says, listen, that DeRozan stank is still in the locker room. We need another player with a Mamba mentality. Beal is that type of player. Yes, definitely. <laughs> That's interesting. That's very interesting. Uh, someone says, we can't trade Siakam. He means too much to the team defensively. The way that we play with switching and big guarding guards, no one else on our team can do that. Uh, Chris Boucher, I'm not saying he's OG, Siakam, but... OG can do that all right. Chris Boucher looks... Um, I mean, he's, not, he's only hey, getting 10 minutes, but... Siakam I'm not saying he's good. Siakam, yeah. Siakam is good. It's a, it could be a system, too, guys. Yeah, we, we have nothing but love for Siakam. Yeah. But, um, I mean, give Chris Boucher another year, and, I mean, who knows? Uh, this guy says, we don't want Gasol, I'd rather JV. It's interesting. Yeah. Another I mean, comment says, JV greater than Gasol. Why yeah, give Gasol up a is... young JV for an aging, injury-prone Gasol? I'm not going to rip Gasol that much, and JV's hurt right now. So it's kind of yeah. tough to you know, rip Gasol for being injury-prone when JV's literally hurt right now. That's, I don't know, yeah. that's just my opinion. But uh, again, like I, I'm super excited for what's to come. We've got two next solid weeks. weeks of, yeah, trade talk. And <laughs> you know what? I'm excited to watch. Like, I know this won't happen. But how cool would it be if Kawhi was the one that stopped James Harden's streak of scoring 30 yeah. points? Yeah. Well, <laughs> he could be. Right? That would be that, incredible. That, claw. that would be so good. That would be so good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, again, Raptors win. I know we barely even talked about the game, but really it was yeah. a, an easy win against the Sacramento Kings. No Kawhi Leonard, but it was great to see the Raptors team get out and CJ. get buckets. You saw six Raptors in double figures. CJ Miles, Kyle Lowry shooting the rock nicely. Freddie doing a great job. Oh, great game. Great game from Freddie in the starting lineup. We haven't done this in a while, but now that we talked about it, who was your MVP of the game? Uh, do you know what? I'm going to give it to Kyle. And yeah. the reason I'm giving it to Kyle is because it was a, the best game that he's yeah. had since he's... His Golden State game, probably. Probably, yeah. Yeah, I mean, 6 of 15 isn't great, 
It's not, no, I mean, it's not but, great, but the 19 points, nine assists, his assist numbers have constantly been there. Yep. And that's the, the real key to the team. We know that we might not get the scoring from Kyle Lowry, which is why I'm all for making these trades, by the way, because the main reason I'm for making a trade is score. you need someone else that's going to be able yep. to get you 25 to 30 on any given and night. And make Kyle more comfortable being a distributor. Yeah. But also, just like we thought that could have been Kyle, but <laughs> we're seeing that it's not. It's not. It's not, right? And that's okay. Nothing wrong with that. Oh, no, yeah. Same Still with Siakam. Leadership. Same yeah. with the Baca. They're giving they're good scorers, but you're gonna need someone else yeah, that could get you thirty on any not not even consistently, but just on any given night. When you need it. Goes off, hey, there's thirty points, right? So super interesting times in Raptor Land. Good to see Kyle Lowry. Um I'm gonna give it to Fred. Yeah. Kind of the counterpart. Just because he like like I said, also he's playing better points. and better, and he didn't shy away from being aggressive, even with Kyle. In the lineup, yeah, right, and it's good to see. I really, I'm believing more and more. I know he was a fit, like the bench mob and everything, but it just, I'm, I'm really believing that if ever Kyle really went down for a significant time, because let's face it, what we're really worried about is Kyle in the play in the in the, in playoffs, the playoffs, right, yeah, for sure. But to know that you got Fred, who can put up games like this, it's massive, it's massive. You breathe a sigh of relief, right? Definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, someone in the chat says Kawhi's uncle Dennis is a real puppet master here. I want to address this because I don't buy it. And the reason I don't buy it is because we don't know anything about uncle Dennis. We haven't seen him or heard anything about him. Let Mona talk to uncle Dennis. Okay. But she'll make him a fan of Toronto. My my point is we only know about uncle Dennis because the Spurs were salty about Kawhi. Right? Like there's no reason why we should know uncle Dennis. We only know who the, is because the Spurs have leaked out that story last year yeah. to make Kawhi to paint Kawhi in a bad light, yeah. right? Which under I, and trust me, I understand why the Spurs would be mad and upset. But I'm saying from a Toronto standpoint, yeah, we have no reason to be throwing shade at Uncle Dennis or throwing shade at Kawhi for like the guy plays and when he plays, he gets busy, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like he is putting in work. And the part we miss too is. He's averaging a career high in like oh, points and rebounds this year. Like he's the having his best have season of the out year. Any better? Any better? Oh, it's amazing! It's amazing. But sorry if I didn't get to all the comments either on uh, Instagram or on Twitter. But greatly appreciate you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Again, you, like I don't say this as hyperbole. I really mean it. Really do appreciate the comments, and I, I enjoy seeing like some of the familiar names that I'm continuing to see night in, night out. Appreciate yep. you guys joining into the podcast and you know asking questions and because i really do want to get the pulse of what the fans are saying right like do we want to go all in and make a trade is this the year i think it is the fans are the most invested in this team since man i can remember right it's a fun year and it's and as we get closer and closer to the playoffs it's just going to pick up even more right just going to gain more and more steam as the raptors like hopefully they get to first place Yep. you know, throughout the whole season, and they can hold that into the playoffs and have home court advantage the whole way through. And you know what? If they make that big trade... Oh, I can't <laughs> wait for that. We got to go first game, man, with Beal playing. Oh. The fact that people kind of rip, and I remember this, when we first brought... I don't even know how many podcasts ago it yeah, was. It was a while ago. ago. Yeah. I remember reading one of the comments and someone was like, why are you guys so... And it was like, first off... This is this is exactly where it's we would talk the about the year trades. to do it, <laughs> right? And but, you have a GM who's 
super aggressive. Yes. And then now you have like legitimate writers who are paid to have sources within other front offices saying the Raptors have made it known in front office circles. They're interested in adding an elite shooting guard. That's something we're going to talk about a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So hopefully you guys have enjoyed the ride with us because we greatly appreciate it and continue to hit us up, whether it's on, you know, I'm on Twitter at Shell Alexander on Instagram at Shell Alexander. Mr. Bellamo. Mike Bello, B-E-L-L-O underscore six. Hit me up. And on the YouTube comments, too. Love reading that stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really, Phil, really great. Some funny, some funny ones, too. Yeah, man, I enjoy <laughs> it, and, and I'm laughing, and it, it's really a good time for sure. And really want to shout you guys out. Shout out to the SoundCloud people. SoundCloud people holding it down. And SoundCloud's cool because I get to see like the cities yeah. where people are listening yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. And it's always like super interesting because yeah. like something catches me off guard, right? Like I was seeing a couple weeks ago. It's like Antarctica or something. We had people from like <laughs> Kingston, Jamaica tuning wow. in. And I was just like, okay, cool. Yeah. And then you see like, oh, we got a crew in Mississauga that yeah, are listening, yeah. right? Brampton Mans too. <laughs> Could it make me start huh. laughing and coughing again? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Ever been with a Brompton man? <laughs> <laughs> Who are those dudes they showed during the game? They're like, uh, they Instagram dudes or YouTube dudes, but yeah. now they got a deal with much music. Oh, they got they? like a show on. Are like, they the twins? Yes. 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 yes, yes, yes yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. know their names, but yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. No. So sorry. So looking at the cities, we've got Toronto, Scarborough, Vancouver. Shout out to the people on the West Coast. Yep. I see Edmonton on this list. Yeah. Shout out to the people. Someone messaged me actually the last time I shouted out cities, and they were like, "What about Quebec? I think it was what about Quebec? Quebec. Quebec. Shout out to I'm like, hey, appreciate, appreciate all the love because we the North is real. It is. And it's it's a thing. So again. Shout out to people listening live. Shout out to the podcast people. Shout out to the YouTube peeps. Appreciate you all. My name is Sheldon Alexander, and I really did. Used to pray for times like this to rhyme like this. This is the Wrap It Up on Blast Raps postgame show. As always, unpolished and unapologetic. Until next time. Well, I guess that's tomorrow, actually. I just Indiana. forgot about that. See ya. Peace. Boom, blast.